0: It's my pleasure this morning to introduce to you a man who really needs no introduction around here, the Reverend Michael Pillsbury. As I've said many times, our favorite snowbird. Don't know, <laughs> don't know what we would do without him. Thank you. And it is always a pleasure to come back in here. I love to see each and every one of you every year when we come back from the summer, and it's always a pleasure. One of, most of you that have ever spoke know the hardest topic or the hardest part of any talk is to find something to talk about. I listened to talk of some of the old mediums and stuff that used to come in and work, and they ask for questions from the platform, and then they talk for hours on whatever subject people asked them to talk on. But I thought today I was going to try and talk about healing. It's been on my mind a lot this week. There's... Been a lot of people that are always in need for it. And then I see the other day they had the shooting in Chicago, and it just reminded me again of how much healing needs to go out there, not just to the people that have been injured, but to the people that are doing it too. And I'd like to start out with just a couple little things from the NSAC manual. It's always good to start out with definitions, then we know where to go from there. And the NSC manual, NSAC manual's definition of a spiritualist healer is one who either through one's own inherent powers or through mediumship is able to impart vital curative force to pathological conditions. It's a pretty simple definition for it, but it encompasses so much. And I don't think any of us realize it until you start doing the healing how much we ourselves put into it, but... It is very important that we all put our own share in. And there was a couple more definitions here I'd like to read to you. This was from a section called Definitions on Spiritual Healing. And it is the sense of this convention that spiritual healing is a gift possessed by certain spiritualist mediums, and that this gift is exercised by and through the direct, direction and influence of ex-carnate spiritual beings for the relief, cure and healing of both mental and physical diseases of mankind. And the results of spiritual healing are produced in several ways. One is by the spiritual influence working through the body of the medium and thus infusing curative, stimulating and vitalizing fluids and energy. Into the diseased parts of the patient's body. Second one is by the spiritual influences illuminating the brain of the healing medium and thereby intensifying the perception of the medium so that they may cause nature and seat of the disease so that the cause nature and seat of the disease in the patient becomes known to the medium. It's always nice to know where you're directing the energy. And through the application of absent testaments, treatments, whereby spiritual beings combine their own healing forces with the magnetism and vitalizing energy of the medium and convey them to the patient who is distant from the medium and cause them to be absorbed by the system of the patient. We've all talked about absentee healing. You've heard about it many times in churches and we can send healing to anybody. Think about it every day when you do your healings. Send it to our world leaders. Send it to our politicians. Send it to our militaries. Send it to all the people that are doing fire and EMS. Anywhere you can see the need is. Send it out to them, because you can never get too much healing. And there was just a couple little other sections here I'd like to read. It is further the sense of this convention that spiritual healing is recognized by the New Testament scriptures, and that it has been a tenet of ancient and modern religions, and that it has been and is now a tenet of the religion of spiritualism, and is practiced by and among spiritualists in conformity with their religious beliefs and knowledge of the power of spiritual agencies. It's really saying that this is something that everybody has accepted, the government's accepted it, that is part of our religion. And we have the right to be able to do this healing. We have the right to send it out. And there are so many people out here that need it. Now one more quick little paragraph, and then I'll quit reading to you. Suggestion is, is destined to play an important part or an important role in the life of many. Faith, hope, expectancy, and belief are powerful therapeutic agents. Thought is the basis of all action. We are complex beings possessing a conscious, subconscious, and superconscious mind. Subconscious mind presides over nutrition and is wonderfully influenced by the thoughts generated in the conscious mind. The superconscious mind is our source of inspiration. Every thought we think has effect On every cell of the human body, either for health or disease. Anger, fear, hatred, jealousy, and despair depress vital action. Whereas faith, hope, happiness, and kindness stimulate the life forces and promote nutrition, certainly an agent like this is worth reckoning with. And we all have that ability within us. We all have we all have to look for that in everything we do. Think the positive all the time. Everything, every person you talk to, everything you see in the news, always has a positive side to it, too. It doesn't matter how you feel about it. Somebody has a positive attitude there, and there's a positive to everything. We just have to learn to look at everything and accept it and move on from there. But anyway, now that I get, got you the basics out of the book, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about the, the healing. You know how we always start our healing services with a prayer and a meditation. And both of them are designed to set the intention for the healing. When you say a prayer, you're opening yourself up to God and to infinite intelligence, all the spirits out there and telling them, here, come on in, help me, help me. I'm open, I'm willing to do your work. I wanna work with you, please come in. And then as you start healing, start thinking about where the healing is going. We all have a little bit of mediumship in us. Every single person, every single person has healing in them. When you sit down with that person, let your energy flow with theirs. Let it mix with theirs. And as you do, you can feel where the energy needs to go. Are they having a problem with their back? Are they having problems with the knee? Are they having problems breathing? Whatever you would sense is probably where the problem is. And just send that healing directly to that source. You can send it to the whole body, but send it to that source in particular because somebody needs it. Somebody needs some help. It's also important that we know that we can send that healing out to everybody. Your brother out in San Francisco's got a heart problem, or your sister in Timbuktu's got problems with their Bladder or whatever the situation, any of it, we can send healing to them. They don't have to be aware of that you're sending it. But if they do, they're a lot more open to it. The healing is a lot easier for somebody to receive if they're open to receiving it, if they want to receive it. I can't tell you how many times I've sent healing out to people, and it seems like they never got it. And you talk to them a little bit about it. You tell them that I'm trying to send healing to you. And all of a sudden, they'll tell you next time they see you, well, I feel a little better this time. Something's going on different with me. They may not know it was you, and it doesn't matter whether they know it was you or not. They need to know that, that somebody is trying to look out for them. Somebody's trying to help them. We all need a little bit of that touch from mankind to know that somebody cares. How many times... Have we gone through life and we've had problems in our life and everything seems to be caving in around us and somebody just comes up and says, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. They put an arm around you. And the healing from that is just unbelievable, isn't it? It's something you really needed at that time. And we all have it. Okay. There were a couple other subjects I talked with my wife about. Refresh my memory, would you? (laughs) It's just very... Well, we were talking about sending it to our world leaders, not just to certain individuals as a group. Yes. Yes, the group thing is something else, too. Yes. Every one of us has a certain amount of healing power that we send out. But when we talk as a group, when we get together and we all sit and meditate for a certain subject to certain person certain situation it has much more power than any of us can do it alone you could sit there all day long and send healing to something or some situation or some person and it really won't do anything but if you sit there and you're all doing it together they may feel it right away i have talked to people that well i talked to a woman here just a couple weeks ago that was saying her knee was bothering her and we'd been sending her healing and I saw her about a week later and she says, my knee felt better this week. Have you been sending healing? It works. And when you do it in a group, it works that much better. When we talk about healing and we do our healing prayer in the, in the healing book all the time, think about it. We ask everybody to say it in unison. We ask you all to try, well, I'll ask you all to try and." St- listen to whoever's saying it or whoever's leading it to try and follow right along with them sometimes it seems like some people get in a hurry and there's never any hurry with prayer we say it at a pace where everybody can say it at the same at the same pattern i know a lot of older people have trouble with breathing conditions and they slow down when they're when they're trying to say something or trying to talk and I don't want them to feel neglected because we're trying to speed through it too fast for them I want everybody to feel included. This is our church, and we all belong. We all need to feel we're wanted and needed, and that's the most important part of any healing is to feel needed. I love your soul. I just thank that. you, thank you. Another thing that we never we don't talk very often about is healing for those that have passed. We know that Sandy passed here a couple weeks ago, and Sandy was a very Inspired spiritualist. She knew about anything you could imagine. And if she didn't know, she'd go find it for you. But even Sandy, when she passed over, needed healing. We all do when we go over. We have a lot of trauma that we're bringing with us from the passing. Even though it can seem very peaceful at times, it is hard on the mind to adjust to the different atmosphere being on the other side. And if we send them that healing, it helps them with their process. It helps them to move on. When my son passed, I went to church that morning. And on the way to church, I saw a friend of mine that was a healer that had passed a few years before, standing at a bed with my son. She was at the head. My grandmother was on one side and my grandfather was on the other side. It took away all my pain that minute. Things were so much better. But they do need to help when they get there. And it's nice to know that somebody's there helping them when they get there. Some people have trouble with the passing. Even when they've been a spiritualist for many, many years. I think there's a little bit of fear. No matter what it is. Anytime you do something new, there's a little bit of fear with it. And it is... It's so important to encourage them to be there with them when they're passing. Be there with them and tell them it's okay. If they're dying and they, they're having a trouble with it, tell them it's okay. We're here with you. It's okay to cross over. Some people feel they have to stay on forever because they're doing it for somebody else. They don't have to feel that. We've got other people around us that can help us. But they need to cross over when it's their time to. And if they hang on, it just makes it harder for them to get there. they will make it. And you know somebody that is passing over? Spend a few minutes asking them or asking for help for them. When Sandy passed, she had one of our ministers come in and help her through the process. Then it was a world of help for wasn't it? And it mostly just knowing that it's all right. It's going to be okay. I've known people that have been ministers for 50 years that had problems when they passed. And once they got into the process and realized what it was, there was nothing for them. And they came back afterwards and told us how great it was. How everything is so much better on the other side. You don't feel any more pain. You don't feel any more anxiety toward people. You can sit there and talk to each other and appreciate each other because you can say anything you want to. Nobody's hurt. Nobody gets hurt. You're not going to say anything that could hurt anybody. It's all just strictly honesty. And this is wandering away from where I was thinking about starting, but I hope it's making sense to you somewhere. So, And it's been a real pleasure to be able to be here and speak today. Thank you very much. Thank you.